This is the Legal Lounge from Lanyon Bowdler Solicitors, where you'll hear about many aspects of law in England and Wales with special guests, industry experts, and local charities. Here's your host, Amanda Jones. Hello, and welcome to the Legal Lounge, where we now release new episodes every Monday. If you haven't heard previous shows, there's plenty of content for you. If you're going through a divorce, want to know more about claiming for injuries, or you're training to be a lawyer, you can listen to these shows on your favourite podcast app and get more information by visiting lblaw.co.uk forward slash podcast. In this episode, Laura Weir talks to Sue Dickinson, Promotions and Engagement from Mibont, a charity that supports people through pregnancy decisions and loss. Abont is a free support service in North Wales and Chester for anyone facing a pregnancy decision and for those in need of support after experiencing pregnancy loss. Abont is one of Lanyon Bowdler's chosen charities and the staff will be raising funds for the charity over the coming year. Hello, I'm Laura Weir, an Associate Solicitor from Lanyon Bowdler, and I'm here today with Sue from Abont Charity. Good morning, Sue. Good morning. So we're going to talk all about Abont and the service that they offer to people. I'm basically going to ask you a series of questions and grill you all about Abont so that we <laughs> can get fine. the information out there and make it as available as possible. Yeah. So do you want to start from the beginning then? T- tell me about the origins of Abont and how it was created. Abont actually started really in Chester in 2003, and we've had sort of distinct phases of our development. So it began in 2003, as I say, with basically it was a nurse who became aware that she was coming across people who needed support following baby loss and also with pregnancy choices, difficulties that they were having. So she gathered a few people around her and they had some training and they began working in the area of Chester under the name of Options Chester originally. And they actually used the offices of Northgate Church round by uh, the centre of of Chester. And they concentrated really on the pregnancy choices work at first because Mm -hmm. there was a real need for people who didn't want to go to the GP to find out if they were pregnant or not for different reasons. So they they did a lot of pregnancy tests and then would support people depending on what uh, the results were that came from that. So from those small beginnings, the team grew. They began to work in another area of Chester called Blaken. And then they also, around about uh, 2010, started working in Style Prison as well with uh, some of the women there. They also became aware of a need for people who were struggling with the finances for baby equipment. So they started gathering new and used good quality baby equipment to give to people uh, who needed that. But then as the team got older and the volunteers started to to drop off a little bit, they began to look a bit further afield as if there was another centre that they could join with. And this coincided with some people in Wrexham, which is where I'm from, who were doing pretty much the same thing you had two midwives there who were coming across the same kind of issues they wanted to help people who were struggling with pregnancy choices and baby loss so between February 2011 and the summer of 2013 they gathered a team in Wrexham as well and they became known as not a bond but IPAC which is a little bit of a mouthful (laughs) it stands for impartial pregnancy advice centre so you had then a group of people who joined together with the people from from Chester and they began to work into Wrexham um, and they became known, like I say, as, as IPAC options to show that it was the, the Chester and the Wrexham working together. So the work plodded on. They realised between sort of 2013 and 2018 that people were no longer really wanting the pregnancy testing to be done. They were more looking for support for pregnancy choices 
and for baby loss support and post-termination support. So they started not doing the pregnancy tests anymore. Around about 2018, so another development that happened with us was we found a new building became available actually in the centre of Wrexham, which we started to work from. However, it was in a bit of a, a rundown state, so it needed a lot of work. And this sort of coincided with the time of the pandemic. So everything sort of stopped at that point, didn't it? We all retreated indoors. It, they decided to use this this time once they could come out again once we're all allowed out to refurbish the building to hire a new centre manager to train some new volunteers and to have a bit of a rebrand because they were realising that the the old name the IPAC options was becoming a little bit cumbersome and that's where Obont is born if you like to use that term and we sort of get into sort of 2020 and beyond so Obont really we feel better reflects the work that we do. A bond in Welsh means the bridge. So it's very much an image, a metaphor of a client being accompanied on a journey to greater well-being and peace, if you like. But also, especially for baby loss clients, a bridge spans two sides of a waterway and it connects the two sides. So for people that have, have lost a baby, they don't want to lose connection with that baby that they've lost. So it's a way of moving on, but still having that connection with the baby that was lost in the past. But there's still that same desire, that st- that same heart to, to care for people and to support people that are struggling in those areas. So that's a little bit of a very windy development of a bond from its origins 20 years ago in Chester. That is, it's so interesting and it's actually really nice to hear about the clinical starting and that it was nurses yes. and midwives yes. thinking there's a yes. real gap here. Absolutely. Um, and how they recognised from just their clinical practice that yeah. there was more that needed to be done. Yeah. Do you have any sort of links with the local midwives now? Yes, or, we yeah. do. We do. We have a very good relationship with the bereavement midwives, yeah, at the, the three local hospitals we, uh, at uh, the Rex and Mylaw. Also, the Isbiti Glancluid, uh, yeah, and, and Bangus. So, yeah, we've got a good relationship with them. They often refer clients to us. Yeah, yeah and I think we've touched upon a little bit about what Abont offers in terms of the service. Do you want to talk a bit more about the different services that you offer and, and how people can actually get referred to you? Yeah, that's, yeah, certainly. So the support that we offer is confidential, obviously with the proviso that if... We're concerned that there's anybody at risk of harm then or safeguarding issues, but otherwise, apart from that, it's completely confidential, the support. It's non-directive and it's and it's completely free as well. So we offer two types of support. There is the pregnancy choices support because that's still an important aspect of what we do. So we just basically give clients, it's usually one or two sessions, we give clients the space and the time to think about their options going forward so that they can make an informed decision for their circumstances. And even though that's quite an important part of the work that we do, the vast majority of the work we do is the pregnancy life support what we do with that is we follow a structured program and it's usually about eight weeks or so or longer if needed and very often it's like it's the first chance that somebody has had to talk about their loss and to be able to have somebody who's giving up their time to listen to them and to help them you know move on from the difficulties that they're experiencing 
And then the other thing that we do is more of an educational thing. And this is uh, like a video discussion session. It lasts about two hours. And this is aimed at uh, youth clubs and younger people. And that's more uh, sort of looking forward. And um, what would they do if they were in a particular situation, like a pregnancy loss situation or a you know, a, a pregnancy de- uh, decision that they had to make? So there's like the two aspects to what we do, the support and then also this educational aspect That's as well. really interesting because obviously, like you mentioned, the bereavement midwives at various yes. trusts in that they're always on hand, aren't they? Yes. So if you've suffered yeah. a loss, then your bereavement midwife will be assigned to you yes. and things. Also, you are assigned a bereavement midwife. It's all very raw and it's yeah. the immediate, it's immediate aftermath. Whereas right. with your service, am I right in thinking that there's no like time frame? Absolutely, you don't yeah, absolutely not. So the time is no barrier at all. So we have spoken to people who have had a recent loss but we've also spoken to people that have been in their 50s and 60s and they've never really gotten over the loss that they've had but never had anybody to speak to and then it's just I mean the relief that people express when they come to see us is often very profound that you know somebody's there to listen to them. Yeah and you touched that it's Wrexham and that there's you know a sister organisation in Chester are they still going? No no so there is still just us now Okay, Uh, there's just a bond but we do cover the Wrexham area, the Chester area and the whole of North Wales. Okay. So yeah, there's quite a, a broad sort of geographical area that we cover. That's yeah. good. And if um, somebody wanted to get support, how do they get referred to you or can they just self-refer or how does that work? Both really. So that if they, they can self-refer, they can give us a ring on the phone number, they can send us a text or they can contact us through the website or they can be referred from their bereavement midwife, from a GP, from a social worker if they've been involved with other mental health services or with a, a women's aid or a refuge that yeah we've had uh, refer- referrals from all of those oh, yeah okay. quite straightforward it's to very straightforward it. yeah. so what will happen is they will contact us or will they will be referred somebody from the office will contact them for like an initial assessment call and they will just sort of take the very basic information then that information will be passed on to a volunteer who will then contact them and then they will set up a mutual time to meet okay yeah um so we've talked a little bit about the different programs and how do you want to talk a bit more about how the treatment might work or what it looks like yes definitely so as i say we do the two different types of support there's the pregnancy choices and that usually takes one or two sessions and that's to give clients a space and time to think through their options and then you know sometimes you know we don't always find out what they want to do sometimes they'll spend their time with us and it's important to us that they have that space and time but sometimes they will say what they want to do and they'll ask us at the time you know what we can do and how we can help them and we will signpost them to different organisations whether they want to continue with the pregnancy whether they want to have a termination or whether they want to place their child up for adoption we have a a whole list of organisations that we can signpost people to but with the pregnancy loss that's slightly different and that is more sort of eight or nine weeks but it can be extended if necessary and they follow a structured programme as I said before called The Journey And that helps clients to think about what happened to them and why, who was involved and to work through their feelings towards that greater well-being. And along that journey, some some quite strong emotions can come up that we'll explore. So things like grief or anger, guilt or blame or even shame, so all kinds of different emotions. 
and sessions last about an hour and they typically sort of include checking in with the clients discussing anything that's come up in between sessions recapping on where we're up to with the process and then beginning on the next stage of their journey and that can involve exploring feelings and activation and imagery exercises so some of the exercises that we do with them we'll do questionnaires there's something called the head heart diagram that we work through and we look and we discuss with the with the clients what their headspace is saying to them and then what their heart's saying and seeing where there's any sort of disconnections going on and seeing how we can make those connections again and then also something called living behind the wall very often people when they're suffering grief or loss they'll retreat and they'll hide behind a wall and these walls are made up of different bricks or different stones and we'll identify what those different bricks and stones are made of whether that's shame or pain or guilt or sorrow and we'll talk through those emotions as they come up so there's some of the things that we will do and then in between there'll be homework for the client to do and that'll be thinking again about what was discussed or questionnaires to fill in ready for the next next session sounds, so that's an yeah, idea it sounds really great and obviously like really in depth and especially right. like a weekly program and you said about it being extended yeah that isn't something that you can get very easily no. and if you could get it elsewhere then you're you're paying quite a lot for yeah. it yeah um, and you've said earlier that this is a completely free Absolutely. service. So yeah. how does that work? How is the bond funded? So we have a number of funding streams. Um, so we have private donations. We have individuals who regularly send their £5 or their £10 and it's very gratefully received. But also organisations like yourself who come on board and just and say they're going to support us. Uh, we also have like national lottery grants as well that we've applied for. And my role particularly is funded by the Welsh Government as part of the Welsh Government Bereavement Grant. And then also we have our head of the Chair of Trustees. He heads up the whole sort of grants and funding and he's always seeking out new funding and opportunities. So we have a number of different funding streams. Yeah, but yeah. it sounds like you have to be quite proactive in order to keep it going, but we you're doing do. brilliantly. Yeah. And just my last question is, what does it mean to have Lanyon Bowdler support you as Lanyon Bowdler's Charity of the Year? It was a real encouragement, actually. A so encouraging for us because Lanyon Bowdler, because they... They enable us to be more widely known in the locality and this podcast is part of that. So I'm really grateful to be here. But also your help will enable us to continue to support clients, especially in these you know difficult financial times. Um, it helps us to work collaboratively as well. We can maybe sort of tailor the work that we do to better fit the people that you know you might be able to refer to us. But also you give us access to fun activities. I know that one of the members of our team is joining in the mud run so we will enjoy watching her get muddy <laughs> so we'll see yeah so there's all of that so it's just a real encouragement to us really okay i think that's everything sue so thank you so much for coming to talk to us today about a bond and you really do amazing work in you know really hard times and i'm sure that you are a shining light for a lot of people so thank you thank you very much thank you thanks to laura and to our special guest sue dickinson If you have a legal issue you'd like me to put to our team to cover in an upcoming episode, please let me know by visiting lblaw.co.uk forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening. If you found the conversation useful, please remember to follow or subscribe on your app so you're notified of new releases when they come out every Monday. Speak to you next week.
That was the Legal Lounge from Lanyon Bowdler Solicitors. Visit lblaw.co.uk slash podcast for helpful resources. And please do follow or subscribe on your podcast app so you never miss an episode.